welcome to the Books on Air podcast. I'm Suzanne Harris, and my listeners get the story behind every book. Joining me today is a fascinating gentleman. His name is Dr. Merlin Pixton, and he's here to talk about his book, Awaken and Journey to Your True Self. Dr. Pixton is a teacher, a coach, and a mentor. He has a doctorate in metaphysics, and he teaches from a place of having worked his own way through his own journey. So this is a very personal book. As a psychic medium and a channel, he uses his connection to other realms to bring additional insight to help others on their own awakening journey. Dr. Pixton, welcome to Books on Air. It's such a pleasure to have you. Thank you. It's a real pleasure to be here. You know, authors write books for a variety of reasons. Some of them, as children, they're influenced by a particular author and they become fascinated by the idea of writing. Or there's a teacher at school who says something about uh, something that they have written and all of a sudden they're encouraged to write. Some authors have events that happen in their lives, either positive or negative, and they feel obligated to share those events with the world. I'm curious about why you decided to share your story and write your book, Awaken and Journey to Your True Self. Um, well, it, it started actually uh, with, I think in your introduction, you described having kind of been on my own journey. So I had been on my own awakening journey and, and um, going through some extremely challenging times, um, particularly with my wife's illness at the time. And um, it, it kind of encouraged me to, to take a path of, uh, of, of kind of the, the positive side of, of dealing with all of these challenges and, you know, what I had to do for myself. And then I did, um, obviously, I did my doctorate uh, before I, I read the book. And um, the research that I did really kind of then helped to begin to formulate the ideas for the book. And the research I did was on uh, uh, self-mastery. Uh, and I did um, questionnaires and had uh, uh, respondents from about 50 different countries from across the world. Uh, I was talking to them about their, how they awakened, uh, what they did once they had a spiritual awakening. Um, and, and there were various um, kind of um, issues in relation to you know, the, the challenges that they came across. Um, what any what practices that they did, how they changed their life, and um, there were some just so many amazing similarities in people's stories through these questionnaires. Uh, and then I did uh, some very, some in depth interviews, and it, it, it really created a very clear picture to me that there was some very um, some consistency in what people were going through and what they were experiencing. And then really the, 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 the core message, I've had this idea for about five years and I'd inquired with a publisher and no, didn't do anything about it because of the circumstances in my personal life. And then I got a message from one of my spirit guides who said, you need to write that book now and you need to make it uh, really simple, easy to understand, lay it out in a way, demystify all of the um, spiritual jargon that's out there um, because this is, this is what's needed at this time. Three days after um, I had that message, I had an email 
randomly, you might say, from the publisher to say, am I still interested in publishing a book? (laughs) Um, Amazing. Yeah, the synchronicity of how that happened was just incredible. So, yeah, I kind of sat and went, right, okay, let's just get on and do it. So that's kind of how how it happened. You know, if you believe that the universe speaks to you, that's, that was tapping you on the shoulder. That was not just speaking. I no love kidding. the fact that in the book, you, the book is, is, is so comprehensive, first of all. It's just jam-packed with information. But you have examples, you have activities, you have exercises, and you have meditations. So this is a real hands-on book. One of the things that I would like for us to do, since it is so comprehensive and there's so much information, would it be okay with you if we talk about each one of the individual sections and give our listeners some highlights from each one of those sections so they'll sort of get a feel for the whole book, just a a feeling for the kinds of things that you have in it? Yeah, that sounds like the perfect way of doing it. In your introduction, you do share your personal story, and you have been through quite a bit of of pain in your life. One of the things that jumped out at me, and, you know, I read read and I, I look at a lot of different things, and I have heard this over and over and over, and I was so pleased and interested to see this in your introduction. You talk about the power of journaling. Tell me a little bit about how that became a part of the introduction. Um, journaling for me um, was a way of being able to express things from my heart. Um, it was a, a way to be able to just put pen to paper and just see what came out. Um, often what happens for a lot of people and, and, and for me also was that um, we, we focus very much in our minds um, and in just the daily tasks and the things that we're doing in our lives. And to just spend some time and actually sitting down and journaling how I was feeling that day or what was going on for me really helped me to understand myself in a much deeper way, in a way that really um, kind of gave me clarity to, okay, so that's what's going on with me. That that helps me to recognize why I felt like that or why I reacted in this way in that situation today. Um, and so it, it brings things to the surface uh, and gives them light and clarity that um, can help people to then go, okay, so if I really want to make a change for myself, now I can see what's going on for me in a much better way. So that's what kind of journaling does that for me. And, and for me, it's a, that's why it's in the introduction. It's a real important um, aspect if people can get into doing journaling. See, I, I've heard everything that you say. I, I have heard so many positive things about people when they journal because it's it's a it's it's a different you go to a different place and when you're journaling people can do it either electronically or they can do it do it physically and and actually keep it in some sort of notebook or physical kind of of way and i've heard that that's a better way to do it because you've got your hand connected to your brain and your brain you know is helping you write whatever it is and all of a sudden you look at what you've written on the page 
and that's what happened. But it, when you see it written, it changes the way that you interpret and changes the way you understand it. I thought that was so powerful that you put that in, especially right now. I think you have your finger on the pulse of where people are with this COVID-19 situation, and you also address that in the introduction. Tell me about what you think some of the impacts are for us as human beings with the pandemic. Yeah, it's it's an important um, aspect here because what people did is um, a lot of people were forced into a situation where they were uh, having to put the brakes on their life. Um, so they weren't allowed to go and do all the things that they normally did. And so the kind of autopilot routine that they were in on a day-by-day basis suddenly stopped. You can't go out of your house. You can't go to work. Um, And so, okay, what do I do then? Well, I have an opportunity to now evaluate my life and to see things in a different way. And some of the clients that I have been working with, they have made some some quite major changes in their lives, whether it be through uh, choosing a different career or even where they're ending relationships uh, and realizing, why have I been doing this for all these years? And so it, it, it's, it's really kind of made people take stock. I think there's another aspect as well, is, is that it's, it's made people feel like, okay, so if this can happen in the external world, how do I respond to it? Um, how do I react without it making me go deeply into fear? Um, fearing that I might get ill, feeling my family might get ill, fearing you know any number of things. And so I think it's been very, very challenging for people's mental health to have to kind of really have a look at all of those aspects of things um, and, and do it all in a very, very short period of time. Um, so that, that, that for me is, is the, some of the major impacts of, of the pandemic. Well, of course, I chose here in the, in the introduction just to get us started. But one of the things that you also include, and I think this was particularly important for the introduction, you actually tell the reader how to use this book. Give me a little overview of what's in that part of that chapter. Um, so this is this is basically um, having a there are loads I'm, I've not reinvented the wheel with this book I have not uh, th- there's not necessarily uh, anything new in terms of what I'm discussing but what I'm doing is presenting it in a way that is new now uh, and a message that people are perhaps ready to hear now. And one of the one of the most important things that I talk about is that, that there are so many um, different programs that people can go on, different different things that they can listen to, but actually it all starts with us as individuals. We have to take responsibility for ourselves. And if you really want to make a change um, to your life, if you really want to make a change to um, how you feel and, and how you respond and, and bring you know joy and, and happiness into your life, it, it begins with you. And so the messages here really are all about you really need to have that genuine desire to want to change your life um, and to really be prepared to do the work. Um, it isn't, there's no easy way around um, with these things. You have to kind of do the work on a day-to-day basis. 
doesn't mean it has to be challenging or difficult, but you do have to do the work. And so that's what I talk about really in 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 the book in the in this part of the introduction, and then talk through the different sections and how you can use those sections to help you along your awakening journey and your your path to kind of creating a better life for yourself. I liked that because you gave us a summary. You gave the reader this sort of a summary and, and led them down a path to say this is what you expect. And then each one of the chapters or each one of the major sections, you expand on that idea. And I liked the fact that you used the word awakening in the title of each one of your big sections. The, the second or actually the first section where we're talking about is awakening to how your world is would you give, I mean, I, I picked out the things that I wanted to talk about in the introduction. What do you think is important for the listener to hear and the reader to think about in the second, in the big section? Yeah, I mean, this this section here is um, covers lots of different um, subjects and, and different uh, areas of, of our lives. So, you know, anything from um, looking at uh, a judgment, how we see time, past, present and future, looking at um, concepts like reincarnation, uh, looking at religion, looking at education, sex and sexuality, all of these different aspects of our life. And the purpose of this section is to go, this is how it is. This, this is, this is um, from a, certainly from a metaphysical perspective, this is how we see these different aspects and how they differ from perhaps how society would lead, have us kind of believe or have us um, understand or, or interact with. Um, and, and so just the, the message here is, is, is really around that society that we live in has kind of created this, this separation and this, this isolation and loneliness. And when you start looking at things from a different perspective, which is the, the purpose of this section, it begins to uh, open up your your heart and your mind to actually be able to go, oh, oh okay, so actually this is, this is a different perspective. If I look at it from this way, where actually I'm not alone, uh, and, and, and these are some of the explanations and reasons why perhaps I went through this challenging time, or I had a loss in my life, or... I've had an illness in my life, that actually that there are reasons for it. And, and it helps to kind of widen and, and open up uh, the perspective to be able to then dig further and deeper into, okay, so if that's the case here, what else might be uh, in my life that I can come up with a really kind of logical and, and heart-filled um, explanation for? I think that's a perfect place to start. If we don't really sit down and think about where we are and how our world looks to us currently, we have to do self-reflection. And a lot of what I hear you talking about is getting us to think about what's going on. Because often, you know this is true, the, the, the society is so busy and so filled with things. And there's so much noise, it's cacophonous, that sometimes we as human beings don't take the time to sit down and just be quiet and think about 
ourselves and our world and how do we see certain things. So this is really sort of a guided journey to get me to think about what does my life really, really, really look like and how do I really, really, really see my world. Am I on on the right track? Absolutely spot on. Really, that was the whole point of it. all of those, uh, you know, the, covering those those subjects and, and those topics. It gives like an introduction, and then you know, everyone has their own truth. And 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 I, I kind of say in my introduction, you know, I'm not kind of telling you what to think here. You know, I'm just giving you some some guidance so you can open open your world up to kind of find your own truth, uh, and and that's the purpose really of of, of that that kind of section. And each person is probably going to have a different interpretation, and that's exactly what you're looking for, right? Totally, totally. We're all unique. Uh, and although we have this beautiful connection between us um, uh, as kind of men and women of the world, we um, we all are, are unique and, and have a, a unique view of how we see the world based on our, our past experiences, based on how we grew up, where we grew up, the culture that we grew up in, etc. So the next section is the, the beginning. It's the awakening journey. And several things, of course, jumped out to me, but I'm going to uh, – seven pillars of personal change I thought was an extraordinary way to begin that particular section. Tell our listeners a little bit about what they'll find with the seven pillars. Yeah, the, the seven pillars of personal change, it, it, you know, it, that, that, those seven pillars were birthed over probably a 30-year period. Um, and, and I'll explain why, because um, not only is it based on kind of my own journey and what, how I used um, these pillars to uh, actually go along my own path, but they were also um, birthed through um, my management career, then my my, tra- my uh, teaching career, um, working with students to to help them on on their um, their their own personal development. Uh, I also did leadership development, and we worked on change an awful lot and behavioural change. Um, and then from the research from 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 my uh, doctorate. Um, so it kind of all came together, and I was like, okay, the, 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 there are seven steps here. So those, those steps, the first two steps are raising awareness and observation. And this is I, I, the caveat here is always to do this without judgment, because one of the challenging things that we do is we're often very, very self-critical. And so um, I always say, do not, don't, don't go into tapping. Um, and and just uh, raise your awareness of, of, of where you're at, what you're doing, how you're interacting with people, what you're feeling, what you're thinking. Because you described it earlier when you were talking about how busy people, people are and they often don't take the time to just stop. A very common thing that I hear with clients that I uh, work with is that they uh, they get into bed at night and they they're so tired they just want to go to sleep and then their mind won't switch off mm-hmm. uh, and and you know it's I kind of say to people it's because you've not been listening to it all day you've been so busy doing that you've not actually taken the time to stop and listen to what your 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 physiological self. Is telling you, and and so that's why it's then got oh 
you're quiet now. I have your attention. Here you go. Boom, 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 boom. And so then it's talking to you and you can't go to sleep. So by by doing this kind of raise, uh, uh, raising your awareness and observing, it gives you an opportunity to do exactly that, to, to hear what you, you, the thoughts that you're thinking, to feel the feelings, to um, observe how you're interacting. And then pillar three is about making sense of it all. And again, it's very important to do that without judgment. Um, and uh, I use uh, some NLP tools, actually, when I'm doing that with clients. So I just, you know, how many of these things that you are kind of seeing and observing, how many of them are true or false, for example? And if you've kind of written down for uh, some of your, you know, the, the mind talk that's going on in your head um, I, with experience, a big chunk of that mind talk is often not true. And um, it's, it's the making sense stage is then going, all right, okay then, so that's what's going on for me. And once you've kind of done that piece of work, you then move on to, for me, the most important pillar. And the most important pillar is pillar four, which is challenging beliefs. Under every behavior, underneath every kind of uh, thing that's going on, there is a, 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 a belief system that we have. Um, and that could be, ex- common examples are things like, um, I-, I don't deserve success. Uh, I'm not good enough. Um, I can't do it because of X, Y, and Z. Uh, and the, the, these belief systems are often limiting us being able to make change. And so being able to really challenge the beliefs underneath um, all of what's going on helps um, someone to really understand, okay, so... If that belief system is is there, I know that then I have the ability to change it. Then you come to the next pillars, which is around making the decision to change. So it has to be that conscious, I'm going to make this change. And then moving on to then the last two, which is to testing out new ways of doing things and then adopting that as kind of your permanent behavior. So those are the seven stages. And it's very cyclical. So, you know, if you get to a point and, okay, so I'm not really making sense here yet, let's go back to the observation and the, and the, the raising awareness and just do it in a deeper way. So then the making sense part is easier for me. So you can easily just go back to the beginning and start again. And let me do one definition. NLP stands for Neuro Linguistic Programming, in case someone is sitting there thinking, what's NLP? What's NLP? (laughs) It is Neuro Linguistic Programming, absolutely. The other thing that I really, two things that I want to point out in this awakening journey is that you also talk about gratitude and you talk about breathing. I think both of those are extremely important for us as human beings. <laughs> breathing, of course. <laughs> but that's yeah, you're not but, just talking about breathing. You're talking about a specific form of breathing. That's absolutely right. I mean, the, when we're on autopilot and we're really, really busy, um, we, we don't breathe properly. We shallow breathe. We don't get enough oxygen into our lungs. And, um, and so you can kind of um, bring breathing into times to make yourself stop off and come off autopilot and actually have that kind of time to yourself where you just stop and be. And so breathing is a good way of doing that to to help you to kind of switch off the the mind and to just be in the body. Um, And and it has so many physiological benefits. It's just amazing. And it sounds so simple. You just need to breathe. But it's just amazing. And the, the exercise I put in there to help people uh, with that 
um, is, is just something that's really simple and easy to do. And, and then the other part in relation to, grand, uh, to, to gratitude, gratitude is so important in shifting mindset from a negative mindset to a positive mindset. Um, it's, it's, if your glass is half empty and you tend to look at things kind of in a negative way, sitting and doing the gratitude practice and going, well, what am I actually grateful for? Well, I'm grateful for the roof over my head. I'm grateful for the food on my plate. I'm grateful for my partner, for my children. I'm grateful for nature, for the sunshine, for the rain. You, you start kind of shifting your perspective from negative to positive. And it's a really simple but powerful way of making that mindset sh- set shift. There are just so many things we can talk about. I'm having trouble not going, but this, but that, but this, but that. So we have to go through. (laughs) I'm enjoying our conversation so much. The next section really gives the reader the tools. This is their toolbox to support their awakening. Tell me what you think the most important pieces are in that section. Uh, I know it's hard. Uh, I know. (laughs) I know. I, I think it's the top of the list, which is meditation. Um, and it's really interesting because I actually say to people, um, a lot of people can't just instantly meditate, particularly if they are so used to being really busy and really uh, are on autopilot a lot. And so I kind of talk about different types of meditation, uh, of how you can ease your way into meditation. I also have... Um, I've written six guided meditations and I, I will mention that um, we can talk about kind of my, what you'll find on, on my um, website that's under construction at a moment later, but um, I actually have recorded the um, guided meditations. One of them is going to be available free and then the others to be able to purchase uh, on the website. And um, they, they are kind of tools there to um, guided meditation is really perfect for people who want to ease their way into meditation. And so that's really for me one of the um, kind of top tools. The other tools are there actually they came from uh, research from the, from the doctorate as, as the things that many of the respondents uh, to the questionnaires and the interviews that I did actually used um, in their awakening journey so that they were drawn to particular practices that they as individuals um, found useful to help them with healing um, and with supporting their connection to their to you know to their soul to their spirit to, to, to other realms uh, and so um, they're kind of, I give you a, an overview and in the introduction there I talk about whichever you feel guided to. Here's an explanation again to kind of demystify what they actually mean. Um, so, you know, I talk about Reiki, for example, what actually is Reiki and I kind of give that explanation. So it's easy to understand, oh, right, okay, I get that. And that, that feels like that might be for me or not. So that, that's what the, the purpose of this toolbox is. I really love what you said about meditation. I think so many of our listeners have probably heard about meditation but don't really understand how to start, what it feels like, how it should feel, what should you do, what are the steps, do I really have to sit there and be quiet? I mean, I'm sure that they have all of these questions, and you've really included so much information in that toolbox section that I think it's really, really important. And that alone, I think, would be worth picking up a copy of the book so that you would actually learn how to meditate. The next section I love the title of Awakening to the Magic in your life. 
tell me the important things that are in that particular section. Well, th- this section um, really is about when someone really uh, starts on their uh, awakening or their path, their, their spiritual path, or is kind of all going back to basics and then kind of then going down that path there were a number of things that then start coming up for them and uh, again some of this stuff came from my personal experience some of it comes from the research from 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 my doctorate and so there are some heads up in this section a little bit like these are some of the the physical and uh, spiritual things that may well happen for you feelings and emotions that come up so this is about understanding, okay, so this is the path, this is the journey, and this is these are the things that start to change within me and in the world around me as a result of the journey that I'm taking to my true self. Um, and um, I, I cover certain things like sleep, dreams, and dream interpretation because these there tends to be, uh, with a lot of people who are going on this path, is they start to get to dreams that start coming up for them that, oh, what was all that about? That's really strange. And it just gives them that, right, well, okay, this is likely to happen for you. And so when it happens, it's not a super surprise. And so you can go, okay, so now I can look into dream interpretation a bit and maybe feel into what's going on for me and what messages are coming through. And it's it's the, the, the awakening to the magic in your life. It's like this is a, a, an amazing, wonderful, exciting, magical roller coaster dragon ride of, uh, <laughs> of, of of amazing stuff that happens. And you know, some of it there are ups and downs on this path. But actually, when you start kind of looking that to, to all of the wonder, and you use the tools like gratitude and things like that to see what's happening in your life, you start to see all of these things that that happen. We start to to, to go through this process of healing and 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 of, of being able to view the world from a different perspective, from a different viewpoint. And, and I think it's important to understand here that that change happens in our lives from within and then you start to see it in the outer world. It's not the other way around. Too many people strive to change things in their outer world and 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 spend so much energy doing it when actually when you start within and you change your your perspective, when you change, you know, what's going on within you, the magic really does happen in the outer world. And this section really kind of gives you a number of other tools as well to, to, to help you with that. Things like uh, metaphysical cord cutting, for example, de- decluttering your life. Um, these are all different things that you can use to help you in the journey to your true self. I just love this. You know, we have given our listeners an overview of the book. I would like to give them the opportunity to hear some of the book. Would you share a small part of it with us? Yeah, I'd love to. This is actually from the beginning of the book, but it kind of summarizes for me um, kind of the, the book in itself. So I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start from now. Following the path of this awakening brings you closer to your true self, helps you to get rid of any false, unworthy ideas about yourself, and allows you to walk onto the path of your greatest potential one that you may not yet be aware of. Your inner magic is the light of your true being, the source of your own truth, the everything you could ever hope to or dream to be. 
It is the energy of your divine being that is always there for you every minute of every day of your life, even in the darkest times. Perfect choice to share with our listeners. I know that they have been listening to you and listening to us talk, and I'm sure that they're saying to themselves, okay, okay, where can I find the book? So let me tell them. Go to Amazon. Very simply, if you've never done that, simply put Amazon in your browser, click, and it'll bring you right to the home page. You'll see a a big search box that's right there. It's sort of a light gray, and it's a long, kind of a rectangle. Here's the name of the book, and let me spell Dr. Pixton's last name for you. The title of the book is Awaken and Journey to Your True Self by Dr. Dr. Period Merlin M E R L I N Pixton P I C K S T O N. Put that in your search feature, click on it. The book will come right up with its lovely cover, and you'll see on the right hand side the two words look inside. Now, if you've never done this before, click on those two words. Magic happens when you click on those two words. The book will open and you will be able to read an excerpt from the book. You can also purchase it right there on the Amazon website. And I know, Dr. Pixton, that some people would prefer not to purchase from Amazon. They would like to purchase from somebody who is a little smaller or a little bit less known. Are there some other places that the book is available? Yes, in North America, um, it's available on uh, Barnes & Noble, uh, so barnesandnoble.com. In the UK, it's available on waterstones.com, which is a, a UK bookseller. Um, so those are two other alternatives. Perfect. Now, you mentioned your website earlier, and you mentioned that it was under construction. What else will be on that website when our listeners go there and find it? And let's give them that address so that when it's completed, they'll be able to find you. Yeah, absolutely. So the address is uh, www.merlinpixton.com. So it's just my name.com. It's easy to find. That That's great. Yeah, it is. <laughs> now, you mentioned that, that there will be an example of the meditations and that there will be some meditations that our listeners could purchase. What else will they find there on the website? So um, what else they're going to find is um, ways in which that they can uh, work with me in a deeper way. Um, so I'm going to have a, a number of um, ways in which um, people can connect with me uh, and work with me, um, whether that be on a one-to-one basis um, or in um, some group programs, which are going to be um, launching later on this year. Um, so I, I guess my focus here is is about understanding that, you know, I, I kind of just want to help people. Uh, and, and this was the whole purpose of the book and, and the way that I kind of work with people. And it's important to understand that um, whenever you connect with me, it's always on a very deep kind of heart level. And uh, and so I, I the clients that I work with are, are always um, joyful and happy. And it's always very... Um, 
um, a really beautiful time that we spend together. So you will be able to kind of find information about me and about how you can work with me uh, on the website. Uh, and there are some other programs that I also run, which are also going to be available on there. The one meditation you can download for free, and then the other five are then that are going to be available for purchase as well. Now you're also on Facebook and Instagram. How how may I find you on Facebook and Instagram? So if you actually um, search on Facebook for the title of the book, so Awaken and Journey to Your True Self, um, the page should then come up. And the title of the page is, is linked to the kind of my school, which is the Phoenix School of Ascension. And so that's how you could either use both titles, either the title of the book or Phoenix School of Ascension um, to actually search for me on either Instagram or on Facebook. Perfect. This has just been wonderful. I have enjoyed our conversation so much, and you've given our listeners so much to think about. When they pick up a copy of Awaken and Journey to Your True Self, and they sit down, this is not a book that you'll just in one sitting begin to read and, and read till the end. This is a book that you'll begin to read and you'll think about it and then you'll read some more and then you'll think about it because there there are applications along the way that you'll want to make in a personal way. But when our listeners become readers and they picked up the book and they've, they've gone through and they're coming to the end and they finish the book, what do you, as the author of this work, want that reader to take away when they finish the book? The core message Mm -hmm. is that they have control of their own lives. So they have it, the power within them to be able to make all of the changes that they want to make to be able to create a beautiful, happy, um, joyful life. That they have the the power to do it within them and that the book is there to provide them with the tools to help them to do that. Dr. Pixton, this has just been a delightful, informative, and thoroughly enjoyable time that I've gotten to spend with you today. Thank you so much for being my guest on Books on Air. Thank you for having me. It's been wonderful. Now remember, you can find Awaken and Journey to Your True Self by Dr. Merlin, M-E-R-L-I-N, Pixton, P-I-C-K-S-T-O-N, on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. You've been listening to the Books on Air podcast brought to you on webtalkradio.net. You can also hear this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. I'm Suzanne Harris, and I so hope that you'll join me for our next Books on Air podcast. Because remember, you never know who's going to be here, and you never know what we're going to talk about. Thank you so very much for listening.